Hi, and welcome back to Get Outside with Kids. It has been hot lately. We are in another heat wave. If you're out here in BC or even other parts of Canada have been really hot this summer. Um, And so it prompted Kate and I to talk a little bit about getting outside with kids during a heat wave. What does that look like or not look like? Um, And what are some ways we're still trying to keep our kids, uh, you know, keep ourselves sane a little bit, um, enjoying the outside, but also making sure that we're being safe with some of the hot weather that we're having. And just also to note that while Jen said here in BC, she's not currently in BC. Jen is currently isolating with COVID in Ottawa, right, Jen? Is it hot there right now? It actually is pretty hot there. We've had a, you know what I I miss in BC are those kinds of Ontario storms, we call them. In BC, we don't have the humidity uh, that we have out here in Ontario. Ontario is where I'm from. So I've I've witnessed here some of those storms, like in BC, if it rains, sometimes it rains all day, let's be honest. In Ontario, if it rains, it gets an entire day's worth of rain in like 10 minutes. So it comes crashing down, it rains, and then now I'm looking and I'm like, oh, the sun's out again. You know, the rain's done, it's gone for the day. So I've been enjoying the... uh, the good old Ontario weather out here with lots of humidity and heat. <laughs> and lots of time to yourself while you're in isolation, Jen. Hoping you have a quick recovery, come back to BC again soon, because by the time you get back, I think we're heading into another heat wave here. Um, and they're becoming more frequent. They're becoming a little hotter. Um, I think we all can point to climate change for that. Uh, but, you know, in the meantime, we still need to survive. Um, and so some of the things that we've learned from, in my case, growing up in Australia, where it's hot all all summer long um, and you know in the case of Jen and I as parents as well um, we've we've dealt with some pretty hot summers the last couple of years and come up with some tips for our kids I think it's important to note even when it's hot getting outside still has tons of benefits for you um, you obviously need to weigh that against the risks of things like sunburn or heat exhaustion but if you can do if you can get outside safely um it can provide all the same relief that it would in cold or cooler or mild weather i think that's important to keep in mind because sometimes during heat waves or during hot weather people end up spending a lot of time inside in air-conditioned spaces and i mean i can still go crazy in my house whether it's hot or cold and if me and my kids are stuck inside all the time so i think it's important to note that all the benefits are still there it's just you've got to be a bit more strategic i think and when it's really hot and plan it out for example in australia if any of my australian friends or family are listening in they'll be like well yeah duh you don't go outside between like 11 and four in the summer, maybe even nine and four or nine and five, if it's a hot day, because firstly, the sun is so intense that you'll burn no matter what you do. Um, And secondly, it's so hot that your kids can't really run around. So what do you do then? And the similar, similar thing happens here in BC for maybe like five days of the year versus like 50, but (laughs) you have to time things so that you're going outside like first thing as soon as your kids wake up or you're keeping your outdoor activities until the end of the day. And I think that that's probably the most important tip. It does mean that you might have to be getting up and getting moving earlier than you normally would. Um, you have to pay attention to things like when the p- playground is in the shade. A lot of our play equipment here in BC is not really set up for hot weather. So like the slide down at Rocky Point Park, Jen, I don't know if you've ever had your kids on that in the summer. Like on fire right it now. It is so <laughs> hot i'm like you could fry an egg on this thing and our kids bums are going down it i'm like jeepers so anyway you want to make sure that the playground that you're going to visit if that's where you're going in the morning has some shade on it because the playgrounds are just not set up to take the heat and you can burn your little baby's bums <laughs> Yeah, no, that's such a good point. I mean, the one advantage if you have an early riser, which I mean, me, both Kate and I's kids typically are up between six and seven is 
this is the time to use it. Like you might, what we usually recommend is like on those really hot days, like get up, have a quick bowl of cereal and get out of the house at 7am. Because I know that kind of window to be outside before it gets too hot to Kate's point. It might be too hot by 9am or 10am. But if we can get out the door between seven and eight and even get an hour or two super early at the park, when hopefully the slide is like not on fire yet. Um, and then we can be back inside by 10am, but we've had a couple of hours of getting outside time. So, so typically on those really hot days, we're we're like, okay, let's not have like a leisurely breakfast at home. Let's just get up, get outside because unfortunately we're probably going to be stuck inside the house between maybe 10 and two or 10 and four, again, depending on how hot that, that heat wave is going to be. And if I haven't burned off some of the energy before that time, we're kind of stuck inside the house. I know it's going to be like a long afternoon, but if we can get an hour or two of some outside activity when it's still really cool and hopefully not even that busy at the park yet, um, you're just kind of setting yourself up for better success during the day. We recently got back from a vacation trip to Jasper National Park in Alberta. Beautiful place, uh, but oh my gosh, it was so hot. They were having their own heat wave out there, which broke the day that we left, which was perfect timing. Um, and it was it was hot. It was like, the, you know, you're up there in kind of a mountain environment with no shade, no cover, that sort of thing. Um, and also we we're there on pretty much the busiest weekend of the entire year, over a weekend too poorly planned I might add by me um so we were going we were realizing like the only way to get out and see some of these beautiful lakes and waterfalls um is to go super early so we got the kids up at like six this is holiday uh, <laughs> all right kids out of bed and Alberta is an hour ahead of BC it's like it's actually 5 a.m time to go to the lake um but it was sort of an hour and a half drive from where we were to where we wanted to go so we got them up super early went out and actually did I think a you know huge one and a half kilometer hike around one of the lakes there. Um, and it was beautiful. And by the time we got back to the car or the car park around 11, there were tons of people piling into the park who coming in, the, in their cars and it was getting really hot and it was not something that we wanted to stick around. So we took off at that point, had the drive back into town, spent the afternoon because we were camping, a lot of campsites, they're pretty hot to hang out just at the campsite, found a really nice air conditioned cafe in town, had lunch there and then headed out around like, you know, later in the afternoon after picking up an ice cream as well um, at like 4.30 or 5 to go and visit some waterfalls too. So it's really planning it. Planning planning out your day so that you avoid that massive hot part in the middle where my kids are just awful in the hot. I mean, you can't tell they're half Australian. You can't tell that they should be like, it should be in their blood, Jen. It's hot. And my mom who was visiting at the time is like looking at me. She's like, oh, are they hot? With this look on her face, just like, how could they be? Because so she's from Australia. She's like, it's only 31 degrees and my kids are like, it's so hot. So anyway, we just have to plan our day around that, not being out in the middle of the day, but really making sure there is time in, in your day to spend time outside so that they're not going totally crazy. Other ideas too, of course, are getting water involved. So depending on you know what you have access to, um, like we just have a good old sprinkler, like the same sprinkler I feel like I had when I was a kid. They haven't changed sprinkler technology that much the one that goes back and forth. Um, and in the afternoon, it's shady kind of on our on our back street or our back row. And so often we'll just set up the sprinkler out back and whoever's there can just kind of run through the sprinkler and just have it on. Um, and even things like a water table, like something simple, like a water table or some good old buckets of water or, you know, squirt guns or whatever you have access to. Um, kids and water, great combination if they can be, you know, obviously not in the house, but outside of the house um, just to keep everybody cool. Um, I think there was one summer, Kate, 
well, the summer we were both pregnant with our second ones and it was super hot. And I remember filling up these like buckets of water <laughs> and me and Kate would put our feet in the buckets of cold water because we're both so pregnant and so hot. And we would just sit in our camping chairs outside on the street with our feet in the bucket of water while our toddlers ran around. Um, but it worked, right? Like even just that little bit of getting a part of your body in the water, getting a little bit wet did help for sure. Yeah. I mean, if you're indoors as well, like even running the bath full of cold water or giving your kids a popsicle bath, like busy toddler does where you hand them a popsicle in the bath, um, that can be a way to kind of help with that too. We don't have a water table. We also don't have a sprinkler like that. Maybe we should, but what we have is like a big, like a big plastic tote that we fill up with water, give them some buckets and some cups and a funnel or a ladle, like just rage your kitchen basically. Um, and the kids, you know, they might not willingly like go for, they might not willingly run through a hose if you held it out, but they can't resist pouring water around and over time they get wetter and they get cooler as well when they're using that. So I find that to be like, it's a kind of a sneaky way to help them cool down. My kids also, particularly my two and a half year old, have no kind of off button, which means that they'll just run hard and play hard regardless of the weather. They don't really know their limits. So I found that like having an activity where you kind of force them to sit down is a is better in the heat um, and something like, rather than saying like, oh, well, you can go ride your bikes in the shade. Um, you know, you, we kind of want them to stay a little, a little calmer because I know what happens when our two and a half year old runs too hard and she just suddenly stops and then it's complete disaster. So we don't really want, <laughs> want to try and keep her contained, try and keep her a little calmer when it's that hot. Um, and so the, like getting a big tote full of whatever you can find in your kitchen and chucking it in there with a bunch of water um, is great. And I really like that. Also, if you put it over any grass or near any plants that you have, inevitably your plants will get watered too. Um, that can be a great one as well is to get your kids to pick up a cup of water and go and give it to each of the plants. And then they're cooling down a little bit too while they're doing it. Yeah, no, I think it's a really good reminder. Like you just said, Kate, is making sure you choose an outside activity that kind of matches the activity level. If it's cool enough to have a bit of a run around, great. But if it's still kind of that afternoon heat, like picking a, you know, a bit more of a lower intensity activity. So it might be like that water table or watering your plants or we do a lot of just sitting around and having freezies like that kind of, you know, we're trying to stay cool, but we're not trying to um, overexert ourselves to make the problem worse. Um, that's a super great one. Um, we do a lot of things in the freezer too, like freezing blocks of ice, you know, with toys in them. That's another busy toddler. Oh my um, gosh, Jen, you just made well. me flash back to March, 2020. Do you remember we were messaging all the time like, hey, I'm freezing some animals. Me too. Good idea. I'll put mine back in the freezer. We're freezing animals all the time. I recently <laughs> got back into it because it's cold. Now I'm like, now it's for the cold. Get a big block of ice in the freezer with your kids' toys frozen in it. Another hour of fun. It's water. It's ice combined. Great activity. That is a good idea. A previous neighbor used to also make popsicles with just water, which I thought was genius because then, you know, often with popsicles, they're made with like a juice or like a smoothie mix or something like that. Uh, but she just made them with water. And then the kids just sit there kind of, they're excited about having a popsicle. I've also frozen fruit into them before so that it looks kind of exciting or whatever. Um, but yeah, just anything to keep those little, those little kids cool because they just can't regulate themselves well. They don't recognize when they're getting too hot. An adult would be like, oh, I need to sit down. But my kids absolutely don't. So I have to make sure that I'm kind of proactive in that. Um, the other one that I do at bedtime, not an inside tip, but at bedtime when it's really hot in our houses, which are not well designed for the heat, I sometimes give my kids a little ice block to cuddle. Do you do this, Jen? It's weird. An ice block to cuddle? An no, ice, like an ice pack, like a tiny oh, little lunch pack. Okay. lunch pack size one. 
and they cuddle up to it. It's weird. It's kind of weird. Uh, but we had to do that when we were camping. We had a little fridge in the camper trailer that we had, and it was so friggin' hot in the camping trailer when it was time to go to bed. We'd pull out these little ice packs and give them to my kids. <laughs> I mean, you, you'd walk in and be like, why is your kid cuddling an ice pack? But it helped keep them cool uh, as they're going off to sleep. So that was something that kind of helps after running around in the heat all day. Whatever works, whatever works kind of thing. Um, yeah. And I mean, speaking of bedtimes, like try and keep it cool. It's kind of like, you know, we let our kids sleep with just like underpants on or a pull-up, but like as cool as kind of possible. Um, this year, we finally did invest in a portable air conditioning unit after last year's heat wave with no air conditioning. So that has definitely helped a little bit. Uh, but we have made it through many heat waves and, you know, I live in the same kind of house as Kate's where our upstairs is just so, so, so hot. So I think anything like that, even just like a cold washcloth that they can kind of take to bed with them, like that's a little bit damp to put over their foreheads and things like that to keep cool or during nap time. Um, if your toddler's uh, is napping is still really great, but I mean, the big takeaways for me are just getting outside early. Um, our, my kids are pretty used to wearing a long sleeve top anytime we're in the sun. So kind of regardless of the heat, if there's actually going to be some sun exposure, of course, keep them covered up as much as you can with light long sleeves and hats and things like that. Um, but really structuring your day around the sun to get out early and, you know, use that early morning wake up time that we usually hate. Uh, but this is like the one time it's your advantage is to get up and get out the door early. You can be the first person at the beach at 7am if you so desire, um, and then spend the rest of the day guilt-free inside in the in the shade, hopefully. You never have to feel guilty about being inside with your kids. It's, <laughs> it's hard to get outside with them all the time. And sometimes when it's hot, you just feel too fried. Maybe you had a really bad night of sleep with your kids. But yeah, um, we'd love to hear how you survive heat waves with your kids and how you keep, out, keep getting outside with your kids even when it's hot. We'd love you to share our podcast with any friends or family that you have who have kids. Um, if you can send them a link, we really appreciate that. If you'd like to leave us a review as well, we always love to have those over on iTunes. You can drop us a review in there. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at Get Outside With Kids, and we'll be back again next week with another episode.